Well, um, one thing we can do that I didn't put in the notes, so I'm springing it, but... Um, Truth or dare? I... <laughs> On this episode of the WP Candy Podcast, WordPress theme developer and seller Jake Caputo sits down with me to talk about the discussion that's cropped up around ThemeForest and the WordPress Foundation this week. After that, we discuss other noteworthy news and wrap up with our picks of the week. I'm your host, Ryan Immel, editor-in-chief of WPCandy.com, and this is the WP Candy Podcast. Jake Caputo is a WordPress theme developer and sells them at designcrumbs.com. He also runs themethrift.com, another WordPress theme project. You can hear him discussing WordPress fairly regularly with Mike McAllister and Chris Molitor on pleaseadvise.fm. In this segment, we're going to discuss the discussion that arose around a blog post of his at designcrumbs.com this week. It is best for the sake of this discussion if you run over there to read that post before you jump in and listen here. So you got some attention this week for a post about um, a notice you got last week, and I won't recap the whole thing. I think it was, a, what, 200-some comments at this point? Um, uh, yeah, I don't even know. Let's let's check. Um, honestly, I haven't even – I haven't been keeping up with it. I haven't read them. 212 comments. 212. Um, and, and it seems like a, 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 a lo- a, at least a, a good portion of the comments have kind of turned it into a GPL thing. Which didn't quite seem like what you were going for when you wrote it, or or didn't seem to be your emphasis no. when you wrote it. No, no, I I knew I knew that that would happen because it always happens, um, and I even made the point to say that I I don't want to argue GPL, yeah, uh, because I'm I'm on both sides of the fence. I I don't I don't have a good answer for this, uh, but yeah, people got arguing in the comments and it kind of got out of hand, but mm-hmm. and then it spilled over into Twitter and everybody oh, sure. else's blog. Yes. And now a podcast. Now a podcast. I think I saw the next web a couple hours ago. Yeah. Um, which, you know, they've kind of stumbled through it uh, as well. Um, and and they noticed, too, uh, which I think this happened either late yesterday or earlier today was when I noticed it. Envato has updated their licensing terms this week, which almost seems coincidental because it doesn't address anything that has kind of come up in this whole discussion. Right. Uh, I don't. I mean, I, it was a it was a huge overhaul, so obviously they didn't just push it out. Sure, um, sure. The timing just kind of worked out well, but they didn't say anything about GPL. Uh, so I asked them about it, and they said that they're discussing it internally, and they're going to get back to us sooner than later. Gotcha. Because it it seems like like I was talking to Ashley about this uh, a lot yesterday, and it it and, and she and everybody's. Well, you know, and I'm sure uh, with your wife, you'll do some some um, meta- some explaining sometime using drawings and like yeah, <laughs> conceptual analogy. things. Uh, mostly because you know, uh, just talking about licensing for me at least is is super super boring. Um, yeah, it's not an exciting right. thing. Like nobody, I, I'm surprised every time it pops up. I guess because it's such a a touchy subject for for historical reasons. But it's it's just such a boring. Th- but anyway. Uh, we were talking about it, and it, it seems it's it's not so much about, in my mind at least, um, 
you know, these people doing something wrong and these people are in the right. And instead, it's more of a, a butting heads of uh, it's philosophical differences between two very powerful groups. Right. And that, that was the whole point that I was mm-hmm. trying to make is that I'm not I'm not taking sides and I don't have an answer to this. I just I just want and I want everyone that's involved in this to be able to participate in word camps. And we can't do it um, because these two entities are just butting heads. And, and you've, uh, um, and I guess maybe maybe cheating or whatever. But how many word camps have you been a part of now? Because I've I've seen you speak at one, which I remember because I think I was I was insulted in some way, which is always memorable. Yeah, I made yeah. sure to insult you. Uh-huh. It felt it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I spoke in Grand Rapids and right. Chicago last year, mm-hmm. and and I attended um, San Francisco last year and the year before. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I've been been to five. Uh, spoke at two. And I was going to be speaking again this year at at least Chicago. Mm-hmm. And you and and did I read right? Your uh, or you were co- co-organizing or helping to kind of put it together as well? Uh, yeah, I believe I was. I was going to be designing the site and um, whatever else needed to be designed. T-shirts, uh-huh. sure, whatever. So I mean, it's yeah, it, like like you're saying, it's tough that that you know people who maybe. Um, I mean, is it fair to say? I think it's. I think. Pretty, this is probably fairly obvious, but you know, most of the authors on Theme Forest probably have no idea about this conflict, the, uh, about this issue between, or, or maybe I mean, I'm not, I don't pay much attention to like the the inner author. No, no, I, I, I think you're right. A, a lot of them, um, a lot of them probably don't pay a lot of attention. And honestly, I don't know how many WordPress authors there are. I know there's like 1.4 thousand. So that would be 1,400 mm-hmm. uh, authors on the Envato network. But I don't know how many of them actually make WordPress themes. Sure, sure. Um, but I know uh, last year at WordCamp, there were – or WordCamp San Francisco, there were seven Envato authors there. It was brought up um, a couple of places, I think, in the comments a couple times of your post and then also on Twitter that Envato was fairly involved with the um, Community Summit last year. Yeah. Um, which – at first glance, I think could be seen as uh, some sort of. Um, I, I, actually, I don't. I don't see it as as a conflict like some people did because the community summit is a different thing, and it seemed like it was kind of designed to bring like sometimes disparate groups together to figure some stuff out. Um, so it doesn't seem all that strange that they were as involved as they were. But it, to me, that alone shows that this is. I mean, this is not a new thing. This is not a new conflict. This has been going on for some time. Right. From uh, the from the outside looking in, if you're not real familiar with all of this, it's kind of like, well, if Envato sponsored the community summit, why don't they sponsor more WordCamps? Sure. You know? Right. No, absolutely. And and, and that's where the uh, confusion arises for some because, well, that it would be against the guidelines for that and the guidelines for the community summit are different or not quite the same. Um I mean, I, I can understand. I think uh, uh, Matt or maybe Jane had said on Twitter that, you know, if that was an issue, they'd return the money with interest uh, if it was, you know, a, a stumbling point for people. Um, and, I, and I mean, I, you know, I'm probably to my to my detriment an optimist when it comes to these things. I want to I want to think that everybody involved wants things to be resolved. I don't think anybody is is really out to, you know, screw anybody over. Um, but I think I mean, and, and, you know, maybe maybe I like I said, maybe I'm too optimistic about it, but it seems like. You know, both the groups believe. You know, both the groups. By that, I mean the WordPress Foundation and Envato believe in what they're doing and want to sort of 
um, I guess, use whatever influence or power they have to make it the way that they think it should be. Yeah, it, it definitely seems seems that way. And I mean, that's why we're in the situation that we're in, uh, because I I have I have no power. I. I probably shouldn't say I have no power because I can I can take my stuff well, off. Well, of you do have that superhero title of elite author uh, underneath your name there, so I don't know what kind. Yeah. Of, I'm assuming that that gives you some sort of red or colored button somewhere that you can press and things happen. I, I just assume. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't got that yet. Um, <laughs> it probably it's probably going to show up. I mean, it's coming all the way from Australia. Sure. Yeah. So you got to give it a, a couple of days. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I there's there's nothing I can do if, if right. The, I, I can't take myself off theme for sure, but I mean, that's not, it's just not feasible. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, um, I mean, because you've been, uh, you said, I think it was uh, early last year when you made the switch to full-time right. theme development. I've, right. I've been making my income off of almost solely from theme force for, uh, just about a year now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I could always go back to client work. Sure. But sure. why, why force myself to do that? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you know, uh, important point to make, I guess, is that the reason that, um, so many people are attracted and, and sell via theme force is because they have as much, you know, influence and attraction to, you know, theme buyers as they do. It's a massive, massive marketplace. I mean, there's, right. like you said, a, a couple thousand, maybe, uh, actual authors, but how many million people buying stuff? You know, yeah, it's like 2.3. Was that right? Yeah. I think, I think that was the number. Uh, yeah. Right now they're at 2,316,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you just can't get that reach anywhere else right now. Not at, at any other marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely setting my own up. That's not really not. Well, I I kind of have my own at Theme Thrift, but mm-hmm. setting setting one up isn't really an option because you just can't get the reach. Sure. Uh, how many theme shops popped up last year? I mean, you would write about them all the time oh, at yeah. WP Candy. I mean, I, and, I, at some point, unless there's something you know really interesting, like you had the 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 sort of alternate payment options and a sort of a story in and of itself. But otherwise, I mean, at some point you just have to stop writing about right. them because it's like, you know what, if you're around in nine months, then we'll take another look at it because there's just so many that will pop up and then go away. Yeah. And even uh, at being around after nine months, are you actually making a living off of that? Sure. Uh, I mean, I, I don't doubt that you're making sales, but are you actually making enough money to pay the bills or right. as much money as you could get at a full-time job anywhere? Right, because I mean, with any business, you've got obviously you've got the creative effort, the, the actual creation of your product, but then you also have to get in front of eyeballs, and that's the work right. that a marketplace, you know, takes care of for for, for its authors. Yep. Um, so, okay, let's look at it from a different perspective. Let's say that it was what the end of 2011, beginning of 2012, when you're making that decision again. Mm-hmm. Knowing all of this now, do you think you would still go the same route that you did, or would you? Uh, try to, to to fight it out another way. Granted, that path is probably much longer. I would assume to to build a brand and reach big enough to be comparable to what you can accomplish on a large marketplace. Well, that's the that's the thing. If I had to build it on my own, that means I'm doing it alongside client work or sure. alongside a full time job, and that's just it. That's almost impossible to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people have done it, but. Uh, well, not, nowadays there's so many theme shops out there; yeah. it would be hard to compete. Yeah, there, there is, there, there was a, a period of time where it seems that, and granted, that's not to say that that the, the shops that are super successful now were lucky by any means, but they, they, they did come along and and put in that hard work at a time where it seems that there, there was like a, a year or two year period where 
kind of all these really big theme shops started. Yep. And and have had and granted they and they've had years to grow and and it was sort of a I think a, probably a sweet spot for starting these things that that really worked out well. And now yeah, it's it's a really crowded um crowded place to be. Did, why do you think no other marketplaces have worked? Or or I shouldn't say have worked but have not uh, been comparable to the scale because I know uh, Wonder Themes they shut down and I think um, oh, I forget his name but he commented uh, on, on the thread of comments in your post I saw uh, which was interesting to hear from him you know when people are saying hey let's start a competing marketplace that does things differently and he's like well I kind of tried to do that and it's really hard um, obviously there's Mojo Themes and, and there are different uh, marketplaces that try but I mean do you th- do you think it's possible that something could given the the I guess the lead time that Envato has had could make something even close to, to what they've got with Theme Forest? I no, a- absolutely not. Yeah. Um, not unless they already have something built up. Like if WordPress.org put out a commercial theme, uh, right? Part of it, uh, they would be able to take over pretty yeah. quickly. But I mean, what would the second biggest one be next to Theme Forest? Would you say Mojo? I suppose. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, numbers. I don't think anybody knows the numbers from it, but as far as the most, you know, prevalence in the community, that's who I would say right. follows. Well, them. I've got, um, and nothing against those guys. Sure. They're, they're fantastic guys, mm-hmm. and and they have a good uh, niche carved out for themselves. But I've got a few themes over there, and I make more money in a day at Theme Forest than I do in an entire year on Mojo. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I still make sales on Mojo. So over. I mean, overall, in their entire marketplace, I'm sure they're doing pretty well. Sure, but they just don't have the reach that Theme Forest does. Mm-hmm. And, and fact, they're not. I wonder I mean, if they have. I wonder if they have their user count on here. That's actually uh, good. Yeah, fifty-four thousand. Okay. Compared compared to two point three million. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty large. And and granted, a lot of that. I mean, in Vado, it's it's more than just Theme Forest. There are lots of marketplaces where they draw, you know, an audience from all of them, and they can enter. Um, you know, mar- what it was it inter? I'm not a marketing guy, but I guess they they would communicate between right. them. Cross promote, cross promote. There we go, Whew, man. Bring in the twenty dollars words. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, there are others who have tried. I think um, Jason Schuler tried a sort of I think a theme garden, which wasn't exactly a marketplace, but more of a hey, let's promote some some developers and some designers and and some cool themes and see how that goes. And I think that was kind of quietly shut down. Yeah, I think that went decently too. Um, I had my very first theme was on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking back on it, it was not very good, but <laughs> uh, like I was still making sales on there. Sure. So I would imagine the the very good themes were doing very well. Yeah. Um, and I suppose I mean I suppose it depends on you know who who is a part of it, who's leading it, who has the pull to sort of attract. There's there's also um, and now I'm just thinking of kind of related projects. Um, the uh, WP App Store um, yeah. was, you know, a, a, a big idea and, and also was, you know, I think it was either as a um, an investor or at least an advisor had uh, uh, 80 from WooThemes. And so there was a lot of buzz around that when it first started up. But, I mean, I think we kind of see over time that it's really difficult to build up to the kind of size that, that you can get with, with ThemeForce, even though it's controversial sometimes. Yeah, I, I never use that WP App Store Um but I, I know I heard a lot about it when it happened, and I haven't heard a whole lot since. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it come up a few times in the last few days, uh, just in these in the comments. Sure. Um, I don't I don't think it was on my side. I think it was another one. But I know people were talking about it, saying, "Well, this is out there, and this is GPL, and it's doing okay." Mm-hmm. 
I mean, the the yeah, it's kind of funny to see people talk about starting one up because the technical like it's not technically complex. Like it's not it's not a um, you know it's it's not a, a titan of 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 engineering to build right. a marketplace. You could have one in a couple of days. That's not really it at all. It's about where the audience is and where the the customers are. Right, and getting the people there and taking the time to get the people there. And that's that's the thing. You have to have the time to build the themes and then market the marketplace. Right. And then do support. So it's just do, doing all of that to build one up, it's uh, pretty hard in the climate that's out there now. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, do you think uh, there's? it's easy to get cynical about some of the stuff because the issues have come up over and over again, it seems, for the last few years. And... Um, it, you know, always in different incarnations, but kind of, you know, revolving around, you know, rules and, and what liberties, uh, you know, different groups will take and the conflict with the WordPress Foundation. I mean, do you, are you optimistic at all that something like this could, could, could come? Because honestly, I, when I was reading about it, it's like, okay, I think I ended my post on it with, and, you know, something along the lines of more discussion. <laughs> it's just going to keep, keep cropping up, same kind of same points again and again. I mean, is there any hope that they could that this could be resolved? Uh, yeah, I would. I would think so. Uh, by the way, your your post summed it up really well. Um, oh well, this is this is of course the place to praise me. So um, let's, yeah. let's lay it on thick. Oh yeah, it was fantastic, Ryan. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think there's a way to get this figured out. Uh, I mean, if Envato would just let us have the choice to sell our things GPL, sure, then that would clear up the whole mess. Well, it, and I was and and reading your initial interactions uh, with with Andrea Middleton of the foundation, and then comments later on. It seems like, you know, whether it's whether it's really um, the Matt and the foundation kind of kind of giving a little bit, or whether it was maybe you know up top a miscommunication of exactly how things worked. It, it seems almost like Matt saying. Okay, before yeah, just being there, even if yours were GPL, that was no good. But now, at least if they'll let you do it, at least if they'll let you license it how you want, that would be okay. That almost, I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, I'm I'm being pretty forgiving here, I guess, but or being pretty lenient. But it, it's it seems like offering a, an option to kind of resolve this. Yeah, it could be. Um, what, it's very different from like, hey, just overhaul your entire business and marketplace. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no. What Andrea initially told me was uh, she she checked into to see if I could just state right on my profile, "Hey, my themes are 100% GPL, regardless of what the license says here at Theme Forest." And she sure. said, "No, I can't do that because I'm still in in there." But um, from what Matt was saying in the comments on somebody's site, uh, he was saying that maybe if Theme Forest actually had the option for us to check that the actual license would be 100% GPL. Mm-hmm that people could refer to, then that seems to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not 100% sure on that. I mean, we'd have to ask him. But. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it seems, it, it seems like, um, you know, an option that, that could work if only because, I mean, I have to think again for the majority, I have to think that the majority of authors, you know, selling things on theme forest, they, they, they started just like a lot of us did building themes and building, websites and then they said oh i can sell these there's this thing you know this marketplace where i can put them up and sell them and and kind of not not that it's a prerequisite but they skipped over all the parts about like kind of learning how the community works and and how wordpress works as a platform and things like that and so they're kind of left in the dark in that sense i mean 
it almost feels like it would work for both parties because most people probably would not opt for, yeah, my stuff is full GPL. <laughs> like, I, I can't imagine, uh, unless unless authors had the knowledge of what that means within the greater WordPress community, or at least the, you know, WordPress leadership, uh, right. then, I mean, most, pe- most people would probably be completely unaffected, I guess is what I'm saying. No, I think you're spot on. Um, I think a lot of us just kind of inherited the license that we're in because mm-hmm. WordPress just inherited it. Uh, and then a lot of us just started making themes and whatever the license was is what the license was. Uh, so I started selling them on Theme Forest, and to my understanding, it was 100% GPL uh, compatible and a split license. Mm-hmm. When I read that it's a 100% compatible theme, that just makes me assume that it's compatible with everything else. Yeah. And then, you know, the guys from guys from Envato are speaking at WordCamps. Envato is sponsoring WordCamps. Um, at the time I started, I don't, I wouldn't see where the issue would lie. Sure. Yeah, you 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 misunderstood what the definition of is is <laughs> right with um, <laughs> being compatible. I mean that's and that's what you know is important to point out over and over again is that this is not you know the, this is not the foundation claiming that Envato or ThemeForest are doing anything you know untoward in, in a legal sense. It's it's them disagreeing with implementation of <laughs> it's it's right. yeah. I mean that's it and that's and that's what that's I, that actually makes it hairier because it's not as simple as Hey, you're doing something legally wrong. We're going to sue you. It's it's you know it's a lot more complicated. Yeah, which is fine. I, I remember I think when we did the um, uh, about five or six years ago when we did a theme uh, roundtable um, with uh, with Mike and Chris. Uh, I think that was yeah, it was the three of you because uh, initially yeah, Pippin was, was and they could make it. Um, it was about a year ago. Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. Uh, but it was kind of funny because. I think this might have come up, and I, um, I have to dig through and, and find a clip uh, from when we were talking about this. But I'm, I seem to remember talking about some of the the licensing stuff because we were talking about you know making themes and decisions around themes, and it was, it was a lot of fun. it was cool. Uh, and the the idea that I, I kind I remember, and maybe I'm misremember, misremembering, but I kind of remember a general sense from the three of you that well, whatever we license it, people are going to do whatever they want with it anyway. Like the yeah. idea that whether it's you know, GPL and ideal or, you know, this, this, uh, a split license so that, you know, we can sort of have the, either way, people are going to do whatever the hell they want with what they buy. Yep. I, and I, I still feel that way. I don't think, I don't think changing the, uh, license would, would change my sales at all. I really don't. Which is really interesting because a lot of people, you know, think that it will or, or, or make the argument that it will. Um, obviously, there are lots of, you know, very prominent um, commercial theme sellers that that have been GPL for some time. You know, hundred percent. And I, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't recall them stating that there was a market difference uh, between the two. Particularly because, I mean, um, you know, one common uh, technique is to you know maintain a trademark over uh, your, um, you know, your, your your company name and your and your logo and things like that. So if somebody then turns around and is distributing them some way, you have some means to stop them from doing that if they're doing it under your label and things like that uh so there's kind of ways to also kind of try to mitigate the the you know really bad apples who will take the 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 spirit of of the open source and kind of be assholes i think that was a that was a common thread for for a year or two is that yes you can do that but you're a total asshole for doing it (laughs) like legally you're allowed but not so good yeah 
I, I don't know. Like all my all my themes are pirated already, so people are going to take them and distribute them if they want to distribute them. Um, I think the only issue that uh, Envato brings up is people could take the stuff and then resell it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't know how much that that happens. I don't know that I've ever seen another site selling Woo theme stuff. I'm sure it happens, but sure. it. I mean, it's not big enough to put them out of business. Mm-hmm. Huh. So. Okay, so we uh, we are gods, and okay. we have yeah. And this is just I'm just recapping. Oh, okay. And we have uh, we have ultimate control over over the situation, and we can fix it right here, right now. How do we fix it? Uh, well, I think the simplest thing would be for Theme Force to just have, let us have an option upon upload. Just which which license are you going under? Um, and or there's always. Uh, I mean, the WordPress Foundation could always lax their uh, guidelines, but I wouldn't expect that to happen because this is their system. Sure. You know, what they say goes, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, would, I would never expect that to happen, and I would never ask to uh, have the rules bent for me. I, sure. I know that that's come up a few times that I was asking to have the rules bent for me, and that that's not true. I never, ever asked anybody that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, there, and I saw there were some there were some kind of... Uh, I don't know if they were tongue in cheek or, or unintentional, but they were pretty funny ideas about you kind of maintaining this like Bruce Wayne Batman yeah. separation, where you would right. <laughs> this alter and, ego that would show up, you know, clandestinely at at uh, events and, and speak. And there were a handful of people that were saying, "Well, uh, technically, if your your company is Design Crumbs Incorporated, they're selling the themes. You're not selling the themes, so you shouldn't have any issues speaking at WordCamp." And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't care. I'm not sure. I'm not do. I didn't do this to get publicity for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just draw attention to the issue. Sure. I don't. I don't want to work around. I want. I want a solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and I mean, it's 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 weird how these issues. I mean, it's it's always kind of in spurts that these discussions happen. And I think progress does. You know, I think there is hope. There are people I think on both sides that want it to be resolved. I'm not sure what exactly that will be but it seems like the path of least resistance is probably a little bit more option available on the theme forest marketplace that kind of seems like the one that's winning out um, yeah well they're they're the uh i think they're most like they're the ones most likely to change and do something about this that's true because they're the i mean quite frankly they're the ones who have the power to do it um i mean no, there's no skin off of the wordpress foundation Back by not letting me speak, not letting other Envato users speak. Uh, but it's in it's in Envato's best interest to kind of uh, bridge the gap and be like, you know what, we want to reach out. We we don't want our users stuck, not being able to provide anything to WordCamps. Mm-hmm. So, See, and I, think- I, I would disagree with you a little bit. I, I think that there is lo- I think there's loss on both sides. I think there's definitely loss on. Um, on on WordCamp, on on the foundation side, on the the WordPress community as a whole, to not have yourself and other Theme Forest uh, authors participating at WordCamps, because you know, despite what sometimes the general consensus is, not everybody who sells on Theme Forest is like a total, you know, evil <laughs> asshole. Um, right? There's a lot of of, of uh, you know smart people doing awesome things, and, and it, it is a loss, I think, to not have uh, everybody in, you know. Yeah, kumbaya and all that. Like, <laughs> to not have everybody kind of a part of the same WordPress right. community. Can't we all just get along? Can't we all 
just get along. Hmm. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we, I'm glad we fixed that. that, that <laughs> yeah. <was> it. <laughs> it needed fixing. It needed fixing. Yeah, that, that wasn't so hard. Next up, Jake and I take a break from the more controversial issues and talk about the rest of the news that popped up this week. It's kind of funny talking about the WordCamp rules and the, and the WordCamp stuff. One of the reasons that uh, a lot of these unofficial WordCamps have popped up is, is kind of in reaction to that. Uh, one just popped up this week called WordSesh, uh, which is announced and will be very different from other kind of conferences and meetups and things like that in that it's going to be 24 hours long entirely online with one session every hour using you know online streaming stuff uh not totally dissimilar to streaming a podcast or something like that um kind of kind of kind of a neat idea uh that you know in, in, at least especially in terms of something that can reach everybody internationally at the same time yeah so, i'm i'm interested in this one um i i don't know how they're going to do it i imagine just different people will be able to pop in um, like obviously they're not all going to be at the same conference room, right. just doing it for 24 hours. That, I, I love that idea though, that that would be, <laughs> that would be the most efficient way to do it is okay. We're going to fly everybody <laughs> to the, to the same like 800 square foot like conference room. And we're just going to broadcast from there to everybody else in the world. That's yeah. But Ryan, this is on the internet. Isn't there a better way to do that? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think we just figured them out. Yeah, yeah but is, yeah, if, if they just kind of threw it around and just like, okay, Ryan, you're going on at three o'clock, and then you've got an hour to go, mm-hmm. and then they throw it over to please advise at four. Mm-hmm. I think that would be uh, interesting. I don't know how many people would stick around for all of it, right? But um, it would be, you know, that that week you just have a shitload of catch up. Oh, of course, yeah. It'll be it'll be that you know that terrible like Thursday when it's like, oh, I gotta get this done. <laughs> it's it's funny though it reminds me of um there's a couple of uh like charity projects that um do uh what is it uh, desert bus have you heard of that no they, it's a it's a um, it's a project i think it's just like desertbus.org uh but it's a charity that contributes to a charity called child's play which uh, uh provides like games and and funding to children's hospitals but what this this desert bus group does is every year they play this there's this game i think it was on like the playstation one maybe uh it's 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 a game by penn and teller like literally like the the what were they considered illusionists yeah. comedians the, the penn and teller made a game called desert bus which is a real-time simulator of driving a bus uh, through the desert i think it's from like you know arizona to nevada or something like that it's like an eight-hour trip <laughs> and when you get there to the destination you turn around and come back and that's the whole game uh but it's not it's just as simple as and I'm going into way too much detail here, but it's not just as simple as I was driving. Say, I don't remember where we were going with this. Well, it, it reminds me of it because the, their charity is they play this awful, horrible game uh, that you have to constantly play because it doesn't drive straight. It kind of goes off to the side. So you have to keep it on the road. And they play this awful <laughs> game for a large stretch of time as long as people keep donating to this charity. So it's sort of like a marathon of awfulness. And they, and they dress it up with all sorts of things. Word Sesh kind of reminds me of that, like not in terms of the awful game part. But of like, it's almost like if if there was like a charity aspect tied to it, it's like we're going to present on WordPress until you stop giving money to whatever charity we're we're, we're highlighting. Like it's it's got a similar sort of like marathon like goal. Maybe that's what they nature. should do. <laughs> you know what? It's, it sounds neat, and it's it's I think it's 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 a good idea. Uh, it'll be fun to see. It's happening in April. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how it goes. 
yeah, it's uh, it, it'll be interesting to see if there's a way to follow who's who's watching it constantly, like what the benefits are to doing that, and how many people are participating, and who just sort of waits for the recordings after the fact, like a WordPress TV type thing. Some somebody's going to die during this marathon. <laughs> Well, they knew they knew it was a bad idea uh, when they asked Brad Williams to do eight hours straight. They knew that that was probably not. They said, "We want you to just at, around hour five, He just started reading from his books, and it just all went uh, downhill at that point. <laughs> Chick Caputo died this week of exhaustion <laughs> while listening to Brad Williams talk for twenty three hours. I'm learning so much. I can't walk away. Give Jake, you to have me. to eat. No. <laughs> Yes, that's cool. It's uh, wordsesh.org and their wordsesh on Twitter as well. Uh, brand new, but um, uh, kind of neat. Kind of in the vein of uh, you know all the unofficial stuff like Pressnomics and WordUps. Uh, it's just a you know it's got its own kind of style and thing. I'm, I'm hoping that one thing I'm curious about, maybe I don't know if you think about this stuff too, as somebody who kind of will stream stuff online every now the and then. I'm, I'll be curious to see what they do in terms of like quality of the broadcast. Because, like, anything – I mean, I remember when you guys, I think maybe in your first podcast, talked about all the trouble you went through figuring out the oh, right yeah. way to stream audio alone. Oh, my God. It was a nightmare. <laughs> and I didn't even do it. Mike did it. It was – yeah, it was, it was a uh, – what was it? It was a one, one order removed nightmare. You experienced his nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And that was enough. Um, but, I mean, obviously doing presentations for, you know, similar to like – I would assume similar to WordCamps. You know, you're going to have slides and links and maybe questions from people and, and – uh, it seems like they're talking about Google Hangouts right now, which which definitely could work. Um, you know, it'll just be interesting to see how, like, maybe if if the if like the on location recordings are saved as well as the you know streamed version, because you know to kind of maintain some sort of quality, right? Um, with what's say, but that's that's total inside baseball. Nobody nobody's probably really going to care about that. <laughs> and then at the end of it, at, at the end of twenty four hours, they're going to be like, oh, well, we've only got twenty hours of stuff because four of them didn't record correctly, right? Well, that I mean, that happens. That that happened at, um, uh, yeah, because I, I spoke at Grand Rapids too. Yeah, that happened to both of us there. Oh, that it was just us because we were in that one room. Yeah, I think you spoke first, oh. turned the mic off, and then it didn't get turned back on for oh. me. But that wouldn't make sense because mine didn't work either. That's what I said. You turned it off before I started. Right. Oh, I'm I'm blaming you. I was going to say, did they really nail it down <laughs> to being specifically my fault? No, I don't know. It was it yeah. was me, you, and whoever spoke after me. Okay. Yeah, it was it was just that one room, which I'll I'll forever uh, hold against Brian Richards, um, who otherwise organized a great event. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I'm just glad time. that nobody ever has to relive what uh, the terrible things we did in that room. <laughs> nobody is going to be subject to that. You, I, I started making fun of you in my presentation right as you walked through the door. It, it was, is. It was perfect. The, the timing was impeccable. And I'm then I'm like I got to sit down and add some slides. <laughs> <sighs> Wow. So, uh, other uh, last other uh, sort of bit of news that popped up this week, which is worth mentioning. Uh, there's a new guest committer added to the WordPress 3.6 cycle. Uh, see, I thought with 3.5 that that'd just be it. They just let it go. They say WordPress. That's 3.5. That's all it ever needs to be. But it turns out they keep they, they like to keep making it better. Uh, I know, insane. Um, and and if I have trouble with with uh, Jake Caputo's name, uh, Sergey. Buryakov is probably a butchering of, of your name, Sergey. I'm sorry. I think um, you did very well. I hope so, man. Otherwise, I'll just edit it when I find out. No. Uh, he is added to the 3.6 cycle uh, guest commit status for bug gardening and kind of cleaning out old tickets, sort of 
sort of a lead for the the maintenance aspect of of this release, uh, which is cool. Congrats to him; he's been uh, uh, in track and and you know in the WordPress community for a long time. So it's cool to see uh, you know really talented people being recognized like that. Yeah, congratulations, man. This is where we we'll put in the uh, soundboard of the, the clapping, which I don't have, but you can imagine right now. Um, it sounds wonderful. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the, our reactions to it are important. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been uh, kind of following the the Make WordPress Core um, blog at all about what the kind of what they're planning for the three point six cycle? I have not. I'm completely behind the times. I'm always behind the times on this stuff up until like three weeks before release, uh-huh. and then people start talking about it more. And I'm like, I better I better figure this out and test my themes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. That would be the. And in this case, it, it, there's actually I think a lot that will touch themes um, with. You know, particularly because there's a lot having to do with kind of editorial flow and and writing workflows and post formats in particular, which I was kind of surprised to see brought up, um, just because that's been sort of a you know one of those weird middle grounds for for theming and and user implementation. It's kind of a big thing to to pick up again and try to fix. Yeah, um, what's going on with that? Uh, there's a lot you of different. Um, I mean, everything at this stage, I think, is is in a lot of concepting. I mean, if you if you read on. Um, you know, make WordPress core, make WordPress core. The the um, uh, some of the the UI discussions have kind of been pulled. It seems like instead of fragmenting, you know, the different groups who would work on the different core teams, uh, they've kind of all been brought into the core. So there's re- or into the core blog. So there's really just the one place to look, which is nice um, for for people like you and me who are going to wait until three days before to really look into all this stuff. It's it's really helpful, right? Um, but it, there's uh, talk of of UI tweaks to the the writing screen. So if you are, um, and, and there's been talk about this for a while, but it seems like it's actually kind of being, you know, drafted a, in a serious kind of core, uh, I guess, consideration for core. There's So if you're maybe posting something that's an image format, then maybe the UI changes so that it's only accepting an image and maybe a description. Um, just kind of different things like that that I think could, I mean, the biggest change to something like that is it might get more people actually using post formats. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I'm I'm looking over... Um, what they're talking about doing now, and it looks pretty good. I just uh, I just made my first theme, well, not just, it's been like four months, uh, that makes use of post formats, and I really like it. Um, they're, 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 really, they're really neat, um, both for, you know, uh, both for the people who are, who as publishers are kind of taxonomy nuts. Like, I, I really like it because it, it saves me having to create like a another like category or, or tag or something because I like to separate <laughs> right. things out. Uh, so that's really helpful, but it's also really interesting to see how theme uh, theme designers like yourselves will, will or like yourself will implement those different ones and kind of interpret what those things should mean, which can be either really really cool, sometimes really awful. But it's it's kind of neat to see that kind of added layer of complexity to themes. That's cool. Which which theme was that that you that you did that for? Uh, memoir. It's what I'm using on Design Crumbs right now. Oh, okay, so the, there's at least a couple hundred people that know that design very very well right now. Right. Yeah. At least two hundred and twelve. I'm glad that that you know those numbers came in not due to you, you know, setting out to be controversial or poking things with a stick. It was it, it was honest, yeah. it was thoughtful, and it, and it had sort of the larger community in mind. So I think those uh, those are that's that's well deserved attention. Yeah, uh, thanks. I I mean I wasn't I wasn't trying to make it about me. I've I've been accused of that. I've been accused of being selfish and trying to. Uh, up Jake, my stature and Jake, you son of a bitch. You get more Twitter followers. Yeah, I know. I'm such a bad guy. <laughs> awful, awful person. I've never liked you. I mean, I, now's a good time to say it, I think. Yeah, well, this is perfect time. Just kick me when I'm down. 
And finally, Jake and I discuss our top picks for the week. These are typically plugins or themes or books or WordPress resources that we've enjoyed and we think that listeners would like as well. I have one. And, yeah, and go ahead. So I'll, I'll show you how it's done. Uh, this one is actually, uh, I'll recommend it, even though I haven't actually pressed activate on the plugin yet, but I, but I like it uh, because it's subtle and it works to um, sort of my own <clears throat> uh, WordPress writing sensibilities. It's from Alex King. It's a plugin called Full Screen Editor Preview Button. And it's I love these plugins because it does exactly what it says. It adds a preview button to the full screen editor. So if you're using the distraction-free writing, uh, which I like to use sometimes um, mm-hmm. just because it's kind of nice, you can really only save or you can exit from that view. You can't actually hit a preview link. And so this is just really simple. It just adds a button to that. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> I'm I'm a big fan of, of using lots of plugins, using lots of the right kind of plugins. And this is a good example of that. It's a full screen editor preview button, alexking.org. It's also on WordPress.org. It's new, like, as of yesterday. Brand new plugin. Cool. Um, yeah, okay, I've got one. Uh there's a plugin called WP Email Capture that I've used in a couple of my themes. And for theme developers, uh, I, I think it works pretty well. It's it's not for a specific email service at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people can put in their email address and their name and whatever. And then it just puts it into a database in the back end that you can then export to whatever your email manage, uh, your list managing service is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the nice thing about it for somebody like me is that I can put it in there and my customers can use it regardless which management service they use. Because if if I made one that was just for MailChimp, I'm going to have people who want to use it with AWeber. Sure. And if and, and vice versa. So with this one, it, it works pretty well. Um, there, it's on WordPress.org, uh, the free version, and it only has two fields, just name and email address, which what else could you possibly need? <laughs> uh and then there's a premium version that he has, uh, and I'm going to butcher this guy's name. It's uh, yeah, uh, WP Email Capture is by a guy named Rice Win. I think it's R H Y S first name last name W Y N N E. So we're going to go with that. I've only spoken with him by email and Twitter, so I I don't know how to say his name. But uh, yeah, the premium version. You can add up to seven fields, which I know I've had people ask about that for my uh, political theme because mm-hmm. we need to capture the uh, zip code of the people. They can't just use their name and email. They also need the zip code. Gotcha. So I, I guess that, that works pretty well for them, but I don't know why anybody would ever need seven fields when they just need to get somebody's email address. Right, and it's not, it, it wouldn't work anyway. Nobody's going to sit there and, and fill all that out. <laughs> right. Just just to sign up for email, I need to fill out these seven fields. Yeah, you you, re- you really need to know my my city of birth. That's that's fantastic, right? And my mother's maiden name. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean for for theme developers, this is pretty nice because you can style it right into the theme and then uh, kind of hit up all of the possible email services. That's awesome. There's my tip, and I like it because I like anytime plugins are. Uh, promoted for use with themes. That is a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. Rather, At least versus the alternative of every theme developer coming up with their own implementation. And and then you've got a whole bunch of uh, CSS reports oh, yeah. on them. Oh, it's just, I mean, who knows what you're going to get. Well, cool. Uh, I think I think that does it. I think we've got, a, we've got enough to, to chop up and make into something. 
All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks yeah. for having me on, Ryan. Thanks for listening in to episode number 35 of the WB Candy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and give us a review there if you can. And uh, always feel free to jump by the site as well to leave a comment on the podcast episode that you've listened to right now because we really appreciate it. And it's great to hear feedback on the shows and what you think of them. We'll catch you next week for another episode. Oh, 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 o